So a lot of people who used to know me are often surprised um, to find out that that gratitude is one of the primary things I teach and encourage people towards and practice myself because I think for a whole lot of my life, I thought that um, maybe it's like the, the easiest way to be cool, the, the easiest way to seem like you you know things was to be cynical and to criticize and to dissect and to complain. And so I spent a lot of time doing that. Like it was a whole personality for me. It was a whole uh, just shtick that I had was just complaining and ranting and um, just, just generally not letting anything be okay. You know, always having something to bitch about. And, you know, I noticed that this kind of, it took on a different form when I started getting my life together and, you know, I stopped drinking, stopped using drugs, started trying to just treat people decently and just live something of a constructive life. And when I got into school and I had some professors uh, take me under their wing, you know, they saw potential in me. And so I started learning about the world and I started knowing all these theories and all this different stuff about how things worked. And it made me kind of cynical. It made me kind of take on this like a kind of disaffected attitude towards things. I started to see a lot of the people who were just kind of happy and who just kind of lived their lives as naive or, you know, if I'm honest, probably even stupid. And I think this got this got more and more entrenched uh, the further along I got you know, in school and stuff like that. Now, this isn't to knock school. This isn't to knock the people who helped me. Like, I'm so, so deeply grateful for them. I'm so grateful that anybody took the time to invest in me and to mentor me and to try to help me learn things. You know, that was that was life-changing. It wasn't the end of the path, though, because it, it, it kind of brought up problems of its own. And I remember on Facebook, uh, you know, a long time ago, like before Thanksgiving, they probably still do it, I don't know. But, you know, people would, leading up to Thanksgiving, they'd post things that they were grateful for. And, um, you know, I looked at this as just, you know, so naive, you know, I was just, I was just such a little shit, um, way past the age I should have been a little shit, but I just saw that as, as just naive, as simple. And so I would post things that we should not be grateful for. I would post about all the things that weren't working and that weren't going right. You know, over the years, I've recognized that that was um, that was just that was my unhealthy attempt to engage the world, to seem smart, to seem like I knew what I was doing. It was probably a way for me to hedge against uh, so many things in the world that scared me, so many things that seemed so dire. And so in the years since, I've really come to believe deeply in gratitude as a practice and as a way of living. But I think that it's very, very important when we practice gratitude to do it honestly. You know, we, we, we cannot lie to ourselves and pretend that everything is okay. 2020 has been brutal for so, so many people. This pandemic has brought death and destruction and poverty. It's, it's taken people's dreams from them. It's taken so many people's lives from them and the lives of their loved ones. For us to just, uh, just you know, hop along and act like this is all good, that's, that's problematic. That's not okay. We have to be able to hold grief and gratitude simultaneously because both of them are always a part of, of being human, of being alive. It's just the way it works. And so practicing honest gratitude is something that is very important to me. And, um, you know, I never want to be the person that promotes bullshit. And so uh, there, there are four things, I think, that are always present, that are always true, that we can be grateful for without without lying to ourselves, without without pretending. And the first of these is that the fact that there's something instead of nothing is pretty amazing. Like we, we take this for granted because all we know is the something. That's all we've ever experienced. So we are part of the something. 
But the, the fact that there's something instead of nothing is amazing. Whether you believe in an intentionally created universe or a, uh, you know, something that emerged from, you know, the Big Bang, things like that, or a combination of the two, whatever, it doesn't matter. The fact that there's something instead of nothing is absolutely amazing. And when we can really embrace that and just kind of dwell on that, like it's awe-inspiring. And I think that's good for us as human. Awe is important. It, 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 awe is the cynicism killer. And so something instead of nothing is fantastic. Not only is there something instead of no, nothing, but this something is stable. Uh, you put your keys on the table. They don't, they don't magically like teleport to the freezer. Gravity has never stopped working, even in 2020 gravity works. You've never opened your front door and been on the moon. So there, there are these, like, there are these rules. There are these things that never change. There's a stability to all of this. This, this something instead of nothing is also a stable something. On top of that, we have a consciousness uh, that we can experience this something with. I know there's things out there that say that, um, you know, uh, it's beliefs that everything is conscious and they may be right. I don't, I don't have access to that knowledge, but I do believe that I experience this reality different than the table does. If I'm honest, I don't think this table is experiencing reality. I think it's just here. So having a consciousness with which to experience this stable reality is huge. And then the last thing that I think is so, so important is the fact that this consciousness is very um, flexible. Like we have a lot of control over how this consciousness experiences reality. We have a lot of control over our relationship to this stable something. I know there's a lot of like very deterministic ideologies and philosophies out there that tell us that this isn't really the case, that, that, that tell us to base how we perceive things on external circumstances, on things outside our control. Those things exist, don't get me wrong, but how we relate to those things is much more in our control than we think. So there's something instead of nothing. This something is stable. We have a consciousness to experience it. And this consciousness is much more under our control than we think it is. Those are four things that are always present. In 2020 and whatever year, whatever's going on, those things are present. And I think that we can engage them in an honest way. You know, one of the jokes about me as a counselor was that you don't send anybody to James for a hug. Uh, and I, that, that's because I don't, I don't think that it is kind if somebody is, it has something in their life that is destructive or harmful to them to just pat them on the back and say, everything's okay. I don't think I can honestly say I love you unless I'm willing to confront the things that are bringing you harm and then, and then help you change them if, if, if that's, if you want that. So I don't think this is blowing smoke. I don't think this is like putting on rose colored glasses. I think these things are actually true about reality. So, you know, this isn't to say nothing's wrong, but take a little bit of time every day and just root yourself in the present moment and in this stable reality and the consciousness that you have to experience it. Root yourself and notice how you are choosing to relate to this reality. Notice your relationship to this stable something and just observe that. Just let it be as it is for a few moments and just let yourself rest in that and see what it does for you. If it, if it doesn't do anything, throw it out. Don't mess with it. But I think you'll find that over time, it's, it slowly wears away um, a lot of the, the, the things that we take for granted. It wears away uh, a good deal of the dissatisfaction we experience, um, even in 2020.